the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. Today's hot topic is on forgiveness. Join me and my co-host as we discuss questions such as, how do I forgive? Why do I forgive? What happens if I don't forgive? And then we have a great interview with Deborah Ross as she shares her journey from forgiveness to wholeness. Join us here at The Christian View as we discuss the hot topic of forgiveness. the Christian View. What a great audience we have today. We have some people who drove in from Birmingham. Thanks for, for being here today. I'm Dr. Trudy, your host. And along with me, I have Cameron Arnett, Dr. C, Pastor Lee Adams, and Trudy Davis. So I would encourage you to check out their websites. They're doing amazing things in the kingdoms, not only being on TVC, but they have their own ministries and are just serving the Lord amazingly. So check them out. So I have a riddle today. It is, what is the one thing that is the hardest to give but probably the most needed on a daily basis in people in our world today. Definitely the answer is forgiveness. Forgiveness. Trudy. Right yes. answer. Yes. Right yes. answer. Yes, yes. <laughs> Good job. Yay. <laughs> I mean, but it's true. I mean, we're, we've all been hurt. We've all battered with uh, battered, what, battled. battled with for, unforgiveness, with bitterness, with anger from what something someone has done to us. But yet it's so hard to forgive. But Jesus mm-hmm. tells us mm-hmm. to forgive, but not just to forgive, but forgive 70 times 7, which is a boundless number. Right. So how do we do it? And why mm-hmm. is it so hard to, to forgive? You know, I love the Matthew West song that says, the prisoner that, the name of the song is Forgiveness, right. and ultimately it ends by saying, the prisoner that it really frees is you. Mm-hmm. But when someone offends us we f- and we forgive them, we feel like they're getting away with the offense without suffering any consequences. Right. Yes. And that messes with our sense of justice and what, here's the thing, what we think is owed us. Mm-hmm. But 1 Corinthians 13 says to keep no record of right. the wrong done to us. And then Romans reminds us, Romans 12, 19 through 20 says that God will revenge Right. Every wrong ever committed against us if we don't seek the revenge mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. So either we think that Jesus' sacrifice on the cross was good enough sacrifice right. and that hell is good enough of a punishment, or we take it upon ourselves. Right, right. But what about mm-hmm. Lee? You don't know what they did to me. Right. You don't right. know what right. they did to me. So mm-hmm. you can't expect me to forgive that. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really, I'm glad you that segued right into where my thought process was because a lot of times the unforgiveness becomes something that becomes settled in deeply within right. a yeah. wound or a place yes. where I've been hurt or a place where I've been offended. Right. And the word teaches us that a brother that's been offended is harder to be won back than a strong city because really what we do is a lot of times it will, from the psychological background stance is that when we've been um, hurt, we tend to not want to re-experience those feelings right. again. Mm-hmm. We don't want to put our place in that position again. And 
when we forgive someone, what we're doing is we're releasing them right. yes. from the debt or the injury that they have given unto us. And it's a price that we pay. But it's for us. It's for right. us to heal because God commanded that we forgive. Mm-hmm. He forgave us, so we must also right. forgive we'll, others. We'll miss our own destiny mm-hmm. if we stay in unforgiveness. It's yes. a bondage. Right, it, it right. will just It's a poison. And not only that, it, it causes all kinds of sickness in yes. your body. Yes. 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 It's a disease. You begin to keep it in and, and it actually hinders and harms your own body yes. more than somebody Absolutely. else. But I think what also makes it difficult is because it's not natural. Mm-hmm. You know, forgiveness right. is not, is, and, yes. and I, I hate to say it that way as far as natural because what was supposed to be natural for us is different now, but it's not uh, of the body, it's not of the flesh Absolutely. in order to forgive. And Absolutely. so for all of us, we have to actually muster through, push through mm-hmm. our flesh in order to get uh, uh, or allow ourselves to, by the Spirit to do what only mm-hmm. God can do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes it so hard is because yeah. it's not really a right. human thing. When I, when I was doing this, I thought about the movie Avengers. I was like, well, that, you know, as popular mm-hmm. as right, that is, right. it sure doesn't fit into right. God's, God's view. Right. right, right. But we, we also have to remember Jesus on the cross. Yeah. I mean, they were literally sticking crowns of thorns mm-hmm. in his head and, and they had nailed him to the cross. And instead of thinking about himself, he thought of us. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he said, Father, forgive them for they know not mm-hmm. what they do. Yes. And I think that when it comes to forgiveness, it will not be as difficult if we're thinking about the other person right. Right. Yes. more than we are thinking about right. ourselves and what they have done to us. We, right. we tend to interpersonalize it mm-hmm. and um, we make it more so about us. About us. Right. Yeah. We yeah. make yeah. ourselves yeah. the victim yeah. right. because we don't have to be a victim. Right. Yeah. We, we victim. choose to be the victim. Mm-hmm. So I think yes. that goes to where, where are you putting your boundaries? It's okay. Mm-hmm. You need, you need to forgive. We know that, yes. but then don't let it happen again. Yeah. Put those boundaries yeah. up. And boundaries are for our good, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we don't need to build a brick yes. wall and become bitter and in in walk in a fence, but build those boundaries so that we can walk in love. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's a good point that you bring up because I, uh, part of what people don't do sometimes in a sense of, of doctrine and teaching forgiveness correctly, because mm-hmm. when Jesus is talking about forgiveness, there's a twofold cord, a double-sided mm-hmm. aspect of a coin that you right. have to really deal with here. There's a forgiveness that you give as a, as a blanket because it's really frees you. Right. There's a forgiveness that you get for fellowship, right. which is when a brother comes to you and mm-hmm. asks for forgiveness. And sometimes in the church, we teach people to forgive when a brother hasn't even repented. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we end up getting hurt over and over and over again by the same person doing the same thing because we don't understand that we shouldn't be in fellowship mm-hmm. over with someone who has not repented, even though we have forgiven right. them. You know, I love to, you, but it's not right. in my best interest Correct. To, mm-hmm. to hang out with you right now. Correct. And, and that's okay. And that's the fellowship side. Right. Right. You know, we can't hang. I, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. I won't do you any harm. I'll bless you. I'll pray for you. Right. But as far as fellowship and us being one, I won't allow you to come with that dagger in your hand because I know that it's still in your hand. Long you wooden spoon. Right. Right. But it's, right. but it's yeah. hard, too, because really at the end of the core crust of it, in unforgiveness, it really is something that's tied to our, our pride mm-hmm. yes. and my self-esteem. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I have a hard time with moving forward because if people see me with you, you know, what are they going to think of me? You know, it's a reflection of my pride and now my self-esteem has been lowered because now here I am being the bigger person right. or in my mind my pride is saying, no, you're playing the fool. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. bite me once, shame on you, right, bite right, me twice, right. shame on me. So I think so the pride true. aspect is hurt. But, you know, I have I've really lived that exact experience and you nailed it perfectly, but God will bless yes, you will. beyond. Yes. So you can either hold on to that and have all yes. those feelings of I'm a fool, you know, and even when people say you should not allow that person back in your life, but if you know it's from God and you know that, that 
that he's directing right. you to forgive, he'll bless you. Right, yes, right. He will. He will. Stay with us. We'll be right back. We have a special guest, Deborah Ross, and we're going to continue our talk on the art of forgiveness. Be right back. View. We're talking today about the art of forgiveness, and I really believe it truly is an art because, as we said in the first segment, it doesn't come natural for us to forgive. I have with me a dear friend. Um, her name is Deborah Ross. She has Deborah Ross Ministries, and she um, has an amazing testimony on the art of forgiveness. And she wrote a book about it. It's called Healing a Broken Marriage. And so, I want you to welcome Deborah Ross. Thank you for oh, being thank here. You. Nice yes. to have you. I want you just to kind of share with the audience about your journey through forgiveness. You've been married since 1984. Yes. And so, Uh to to Jay, and so just give me a little bit of a back history of your life with Jay and your journey through forgiveness. Okay. Well, first of all, I have a fantastic marriage now, today. I mean, fantastic. Over the top. Okay. But for the first 18 years, our marriage was upside down. Mm -hmm. And um, in the 18th year, it crashed. Now, what do you mean upside down? So give us a little bit of... Um, Well, the first six years, we were both um, unsaved. Okay. Um, but then after that, I became a Christian. Right. And he was a churchgoer. Okay. Um, he was not a Christian, mm-hmm. and but he thought he was a Christian. Right. So that's in a whole other ballgame. Right. But anyway, so, um, and, and, you know, things just were rolling along and, and just began to spiral out of control. And in the 18th year, it just crashed. Right. I mean, you know, like... You can't you can't pretend to be a Christian. You either are or you aren't. Right. And you, you know? found out some things in the 18th year that just kind of rocked yes. your world. Oh, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So in the 18th year, I mean, I knew my husband drank beer. I didn't know that he was an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. I knew that he, you know, had dabbled in pornography. I didn't know about the adultery. There was all, all kinds of things happening financially right. and all kinds of things. And, you know, I found that I had been a Christian for 12 years at that point in my life. Right. And, um... You know, I thought that I thought I was a mature Christian. I knew how to forgive mm-hmm. and all that. But I think you know, when someone who you expect to love you right. offends you in that way, it's it's so much deeper. You know, I mean, it's like the ultimate betrayal. You, yes. Someone who you've trusted and you need. I mean, you guys have developed yes. this relationship, and and then you find out that he's not really who I thought. Yes, he was. Yes. Yes. Well, let me clarify. Hurting people hurt people. Right. So, you know, that's part of his testimony. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, God has completely restored our marriage, and he is a born-again, spirit-filled Christian right. today. However, my journey was um, forgiveness. And, you know, when the ball was thrown into my court, um, it was then in my hands, you know, what am I going to do with that? Right. And I knew I had to forgive him because forgiveness is a commandment. Mm-hmm. It's not a suggestion. Right. It's a commandment. Well, did you want to forgive him at that point, or were you just so... Angry and bitter. Um, I wanted to forgive him because the bitterness was killing me. Okay. It was killing me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I literally felt like I had cancer. Right. And I went from being a spirit-filled, you know, free-spirited Christian Mm -hmm. to being just a crabby, bitter woman. I was just nasty. Which is what unforgiveness does. Yes. It was horrible. It destroys you from the inside out. Yes. So I knew I had to forgive. It's a commandment. But secondly, I also knew that I had to forgive because it was killing me. Mm -hmm. The bitterness was killing me. And so I just figured in my mind, if I'm going to forgive him, then I, I want the goods. I want my husband. Right. Well, yeah, might as well. If you're going to forgive, you need the husband too, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but for me, you know, forgiveness is a process that begins with a decision. So I had to make a decision to forgive him, and I didn't feel it. Right. 
I didn't feel, I felt hatred. I felt anger, mm-hmm. bitterness, rage, wrath, resentment, right. all of that. Which is all what you would think would be natural, a natural feeling for what you had gone through and what you just found out. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So, but, you know, as Christians, we don't operate on our feelings, on our emotions. We operate on the word of God. Right. And so every day I would wake up, you know, and I'll, I'll be like, you know, Lord, please empower me today to forgive. And I mean, it wasn't that simple. It was more like, it was like, it was real ugly. Right, it was right. the ugly cry. Yes, <laughs> yes. Which we've but, all been through some ugly crying in our life. Yes, right. yeah. So it was a journey and it was like, you know, you feel like, you know, you made it through one day, but then the next day you have to go through it all over again. Mm-hmm. And it, it literally took me personally about a year or maybe longer than a year right. to really shake free of that. Um, you know, there were some other factors that went into it as well on his part. But um, Did he come to you, Deborah, and ask you for forgiveness? He did. He did. He okay. did. Yeah. But even if he would not have, mm-hmm. um, I still had to forgive because that bitterness was going to kill me. Right. Yeah. And the devil actually told me that I was going to die. Really? Because of, oh yeah. Because of the unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So my father had died of cancer, um, just a few years before mm-hmm. and, um, the devil just came to me and told me that he was putting cancer in me and I was going to die. And so when you so, heard that, what did you do? I mean, what did you say? Uh, <laughs> enough is enough or, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to allow this to happen. Um, like what went through your mind when you heard that you were going to die of cancer because of unforgiveness? Well, first of all, I wanted to hear well done, though, good and faithful servant. Right. That's number one. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I'm, I'm a born again Christian. I knew that I was called into ministry. I didn't think that was the journey that God had for me. Right. Um, so I was going to fight, you know, the warrior spirit in me. Right. But at the same time, I didn't know how I was going to do it because, you know, it was overwhelming. It was overwhelming. Like I said, if, you know, forgiving your neighbor, forgiving your boss, forgiving your best friend, forgiving different people, you know, it's hard. It is. But you can do it. Okay. And you can walk away from them. Yeah, you can walk away from them. But, you know, your, your husband or your mother or your sister or something Mm -hmm. like that, that, that's a little tougher. Your child, that's tougher, you know, because that's people that we expect to love us. Yes. So I didn't know how I was going to do it. I just knew that the Holy Spirit would empower me to do it. And I just literally just leaned upon the Lord every single minute of every single day and cried out to him. Did you have some favorite scriptures that you would cling to? Or did you have like a mentor or someone that you could go to just for prayer coverage? Because I mean, that's a journey that's hard to walk through alone. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing for me was the whole, um, it was just, it was spiritual warfare. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like, I don't know that there was any one particular scripture on forgiveness. I mean, I had a lot of scriptures that were on my faith, my right. faith journey, like Hebrews 11, one. Now faith is a substance of things, hopefully right. the evidence of things not seen. And so I was praying for my substance and my evidence, mm-hmm. which was my marriage. Of right. course. Um, I didn't, I didn't understand why I had to go through this horrible thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't fair. Um, I think that was the hardest thing. Right. It wasn't fair. Right. You know, why, why, why do I have to make a decision to be married? I had already made a decision to be right, married, correct. <laughs> you know, and then why did I have to forgive? Because I was just strolling along in my happy Christianity, you know, having a good time. I know. I know. <laughs> I think, you know, the devil comes to kill still in the story, but thankfully yeah. you yeah. knew how to fight. We, thank you. We'll be right back with more on the art of forgiveness on the Christian view. View. We are talking today about the art of forgiveness, which we've decided that it doesn't come natural, nor is it easy for us. We had a, a great testimony with um, Deborah Ross, and one thing that stuck out, stood out to me with what she said is that the devil actually told her she was going to die of cancer because of unforgiveness, which is very powerful because it is spiritual warfare, not being able to forgive or holding on to that bitterness and that yes. anger and that resentment and walking around that way. You know, it does a, a damage on our body. So let's talk about, Christina, let's talk about ways we can give people or advice we can give our 
viewers on how to forgive because, it, like we said, it doesn't come natural. So what are some practical tools we can do on, to teach people how to forgive? Well, um, I've had some people that I have had to forgive. Uh, the first thing I realized is that I had to own Mm-hmm. what had happened to me. I couldn't walk around and act like it did not happen. Right. And so once I acknowledged it, then I had to take it to God. Because sometimes when you're going through the process, it may not be the time to take it to that person. Right. Mm-hmm. And I had to take it to God first. Mm-hmm. And then I had to admit that I was offended. Right. Mm-hmm. And I had to ask God, I need you to purge my heart. Mm-hmm. And um, because the Bible says, you know, if you think your brother has an ought to them uh, against you, you go to them, you know, but sometimes it doesn't work like that. Right. You know, people will know that they've done things to you and sometimes they don't come to you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that builds upon it. it but I, I was going through it and I had a dream and God showed me in the dream where it was like books, they were stacking and, and every day that passed that I did not forgive more books were stacked Mm -hmm. and I was trying to carry it and eventually everything just collapsed. Mm -hmm. I dropped all of the books and I lost my balance and I failed. And so God was really showing me what it was doing to me. So once you realize that carrying unforgiveness is damaging you more, Mm -hmm. And the other person is probably going on with right, their lives. Right, I mean, right. they're they Starbucks, they, yeah. you know, and, 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 and they're you know, having a, 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 cho- a white chocolate mocha and stuff. And you're still at the house crying over, you know, Pookie Ray Ray and what he did 12 years right, ago. Right. You know, you have to look at it and say, wait a minute. I have put my life on hold mm-hmm, for yeah. somebody that has moved on right. with theirs. So I owe it to myself to give myself a chance mm-hmm. at life. To forgive and move on. To right. forgive and mm-hmm. move on so I can live and not die. Because right. what you what people don't understand is... You can't keep declaring the word of God over unforgiveness. Right. Mm-hmm. Because you can ask God for things. You can pray and, and, and ask God to move in certain situations. But if you have unforgiveness in your heart, then there's no way you're going to get a move. Right, right. And so once you get frustrated enough, I got frustrated enough. I was like, something's got to change. Something's got to happen. Especially when your, you know, hair gets stuck in your lip gloss. Yeah. Um, I was like, something has got to change. Yeah. And when I got frustrated enough, you got then free. I said, you know what, God, enough is enough. I'm going to forgive this person if it's the last. I cried it out. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I wrote that you can write letters to them that you never had to give to them. You can write it and sometimes put it in the water or you can burn it. But you get it. I I put a chair with their picture on it and I told them off and I got it out of me. But once I got it out of me, then I was free. Right, right. And so so you've got to own up to it and allow God to free you. The the moral of the story is forgive Pookie Ray Ray. Yes. 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 Pookie Ray Ray did it. And forgive him. Just want to make sure I had that. (laughs) We've all been there. We've all been there. So, Trudy, what do you think? What is some good advice you can give someone who's struggling with forgiveness? So, I love the saying that says, holding on to forgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting someone else Mm -hmm. to die. So, it's a lot like Christina said, in so much as, where do you draw the line of what you're going to tolerate in your own self? And I read a book recently that talked about how there's no reward, there's little to be learned by holding on and replaying the wrongs done to you. That really the only way to your freedom is to kind of clean the windshield and everything you want in life is forward. It's not back right. there. Amen. And, I, right. and as, you know, cliche and all of that sounds, 
it's, well, it's a step. I mean, that's the step you have to make. I can mm-hmm. keep reliving, keep living in pain, keep hurting over right. again by what happened to me, or I can look forward and realize that's in the past and it's not my future. Right. When you right. take a look at the word, too, I mean, we get an understanding that God tells us it is in forgiveness that we are just like our Father in heaven. Yeah. You know, and so you see the importance or the weight that's on it because even our enemies, I mean, it's one thing for somebody who's your brother, who's your sister, to do something, even, even if, they, if they did it... Uh, it wasn't even on purpose. Right. But the bottom line is we're supposed to forgive mm-hmm. our enemies right. and those who despitefully use us and against, you know. Right. And so that, that shows you that forgiveness is something that really makes you and allows you to be just like the God. Who, but you know who another serve. thing? Mm-hmm. Bless them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Bible yes. says that you are to bless, bless those That's right. mm-hmm. That's right. who despitefully misuse you. Mm-hmm. And so I, if I was able to get to that person, I would go up to them and I would say, you know what? here mm-hmm. and the look of confusion on their face. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what Corey Ten Boone did. So y'all know the story of Corey Ten Boone. So she mm-hmm. was, she was standing in front of the guard that where her sister died. Yes. And he walked up to her and said, will you forgive me? I've become a Christian mm-hmm. since that time. And she, and she was like in her, in her spirit, she's like, Lord, I can't do it. I can't do it. And she said, Lord, if you will, I'll lift my hand. You do the rest. Yes. So he, she lifted her hand and he lifted her, his hand. They shook hands. And she said at that moment, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit went through her body and a whole sense of forgiveness mm-hmm. right. overwhelmed her. And she said, I forgive you and bless you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think for all of us, it, yes. it takes an act of surrendering our will and then allowing mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit to do mm-hmm. that work in us yeah. so that we can forgive. It's right. one, of the hardest, it. right? one of the hardest things I think, and but one of the greatest and most effective strategies is that putting your place putting yourself in a place where you listen Mm -hmm. to the other person even if you don't feel they need to be listened to Mm -hmm. because I think that until you can listen and I think it goes parallel with what God tells us when we stand praying forgive Mm -hmm. because when we go to God we want him to listen to us and in that moment he didn't deserve us we didn't deserve for him to hear us but it's the same when we extend that to somebody else listen to their position listen to their vantage point even though it may never make sense to you what they're saying because you'll probably want to say how could you think that or why would you think right but sometimes if you can just put yourself in the place of listening Mm -hmm. and understanding from where they're coming from and then understanding that at some point in all of our lives our position has been tainted right and Mm -hmm. we've been off and how we thought about things and how we approached them, mm-hmm. but yet I'm going to extend this right. forgiveness to this yeah, person. Right, I definitely. Agree. And when you decide to forgive someone, just forgive them. Yes. Don't bring it back up. Yeah. Don't rehearse it in your mind. Don't go back and That's say, oh, but, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. been done. You've yes. forgiven them. The let it rest. Rest. Yeah. How many let times have you seen this? Right. <laughs> let it, let it, let it, let it lie. Yeah. You, know? you know, in Isaiah 61, it talks about how God will give us beauty for ashes. Right. And, yes. you know, we love that. And, and within that, it talks about the double reward for your forgiveness right. and a crown of glory and all that. But there's one action step we have to take, and that's to give God the ashes. But as Mm -hmm. we've been talking about, we hold on to them and then wonder why our life hasn't changed and why we're we're still stuck. But it's just Mm -hmm. that active giving it over and letting God bless us. And he will. He will. He will. will. Part part of what we need to also uh, take a look at is that forgiveness is... It's a decision. It's a choice. Yes. It's not just a, an emotion. Mm-hmm. So right. don't Multiple think it's just a Multiple times over. Right. Yeah. Stay with us. We'll be right back with, on The Art of Forgiveness. Welcome back. 
Welcome back to The Christian View. I want to thank my, my co-host for being with me today. We've talked about the art of forgiveness. And one thing I want you to remember is that you can make a decision to forgive and eventually your heart will follow. But forgive it, let go, and let God take control of that situation. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you next week on The Christian View. Thank you.